Well, the Democratic Party, folks, refuses, of course, to give up this lie, this narrative that the January 6th insurrection is the greatest threat to our democracy, was the greatest threat to our democracy since the Civil War, as Joe Biden claims. They use this as evidence of white supremacy in America. And, of course, you and I know the reason they're pushing this, the reason they will not give up on January 6th is because they need to use this to pass their unconstitutional agenda, which will give them power, which will ensure that they defeat their political opposition, which is the Republican Party, and can bury them so that they don't have to compete in elections anymore. Because look, the Democratic Party, as we know, they don't like to compete in the world of ideas. They don't want to have to put their failures up under a microscope. You don't even need a microscope, folks, for their lies and for the consequences and disastrous results of their policies. They're all around us. They're, 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 they're clear. You don't even need glasses on to see them. You can be nearly blind and understand uh, how bad their policies are. But, of course, they, they have to keep the January 6th lie going. Because uh, otherwise they'd be running for the hills because their policies are not popular. We've seen this time and time again with the defund the police movement, which is now a proverbial noose around their necks. That's why they're attempting to lay that at the feet of the Republican Party and blame that on Republicans. We have inflation creeping in now. It's, it's well, you can't ignore it, folks. Inflation's here. And a crisis is coming and Americans are going to hurt. And so with midterms coming up and the Democrat, Democratic Party unable so far to pass their formerly H.R. 1 bill, now called the S-1 bill, the For the People Act, that's the act that will give the Democrat Party, again, to say it again, uh, well, it will federalize elections so that they then can control what happens in all 50 states in terms of the way elections are run. Basically, if you think 2020 sucked that election, if you think 2020 they stole that election, well, what they're going to do is make those things that they implemented in these swing states, for example, which saw us go to sleep with Trump ahead and wake up with Biden winning, well, they want to make sure that that happens in perpetuity in all 50 states. That's what that's about. But we are going to put this January 6th crap uh, to rest forever. Well, it, it's not going to go away, but it's very important, I think, that you and I deal with this and understand the facts so that we don't have to feel doubt that when we're confronted with this lie, we know how to fight back and confront the left because that's what's required of us today. This is Drew Allen, folks, by the way, host of The Drew Allen Show. So, you know, before the twenty. Uh, 21 January 6th, quote-unquote, insurrection. You know, the Democratic Party had their own insurrection in the, in the Capitol. That was on January 20th, 2017. Do you remember? This is Trump's inauguration day, folks. This is when a violent mob of Hillary Clinton supporters, they took to the streets of Washington, D.C., downtown Washington, D.C., to protest Trump's election. And I've got an article here from CNN to refresh our memories about what happened back then. Here's a pull quote. Protesters smashed storefronts and bus stops, hammered out the windows of a limousine, and eventually launched rocks 
at a phalanx of police. More than 200 arrests were made on that day, on January 20th, and six police officers were injured. But, you know, the violent protests on January 20th, 2017, against Donald Trump's election, they weren't even, uh, what am I trying to say? They weren't even, well, well, let me put it this way. They didn't just happen in Washington, D.C. They took place throughout this country. They didn't even just take place in this country. They took place across the world in places like Sydney, Australia, Worldwide protests against Donald Trump. But the media, of course, they didn't condemn these individuals as insurrectionists. That's not what they said about these people. In fact, the media back then in 2017, because it was Democrats committing these atrocious acts of violence, lighting cars on fire, harming police officers, throwing rocks at them, breaking into stores with hammers, throwing rocks at the police. Well, the media was sympathetic to them. You know, CNN, you know, you can always see where the reporters and the media's alliances are, where their hearts are, where their sympathies lie because of the individuals they interview and those quotes they put in the pieces. So CNN, of course, quoted one of these protesters who claimed, I understand why people are so frustrated. You see, there they go already with the January 20th insurrection in 2017. They understand. There was a reason for them to protest. There's, there's, there's a reason... Um, to defend the actions of this mob that's out of control, throwing rocks at police officers, you know? Uh, there's, there's standing for that. And then they had another protester they interviewed, and this person justified the violence, right, taking place on Trump's inauguration day. He, and this protester says, we're here to take a stand against the ideas that Trump spouted throughout the course of this campaign. Sexism, Islamophobia, his bigotry, and nationalism. Hmm... Where have I heard that said before? I don't think that individual just made that up on their own. I feel like, I feel like I've heard someone else during the 2016 campaign say those exact words, which they're using to justify violence. And if I can think, if I can think who said it, uh, would that be indication that maybe they incited this mob? Since the mob is using the same verbiage of this individual, what was... Oh, I remember, I remember, I remember, folks. It was Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, remember the basket of deplorables comment? I'm actually going to go back and play the audio of that because that's how rich this segment is. Uh, here's Hillary Clinton in the basket of deplorables. To just be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. I don't know. There's a pretty strong argument to be made that Hillary Clinton was responsible for the violence on January 20th, 2017. But the other claim, of course, they make with regards to January 6th uh, is that, well, you know, Trump... Trump, he claimed and the supporters claimed conspiratorially, irresponsibly, that the election was stolen, that somehow Joe Biden was an illegitimate president. I mean, that's, that's unprecedented, folks, right? That's, that's never happened in American history before. Never before has an election been contested, especially in recent history. Except, wait a second, wait a second, 
If I go back to January 20th, 2017 again, oh, oh, the protesters there were also claiming that Trump was illegitimate because then we had four years of Russia collusion with Hillary Clinton claiming the election was stolen from her. That's right. They, they did have, actually, the circumstances are very, very similar. But the difference is, um, well, let's just put it this way, too, because the media, they are so irresponsible and they are propagandists time and time again and they can't be trusted. And, well, this is, this is part of the bigger problem in America because they use their megaphone uh, to convince their, their loyalists who, I, I don't understand it, folks. They lie to the American people time and time again at CNN and everywhere else. The Democratic Party does as well. And, and no matter how many times they lie to them, they keep coming back to them for their information. I mean, if somebody lied to me one time, I would certainly be skeptical going forward. If I was lied to twice, three times, four times, 50 times, and every time it turned out that what they were telling me wasn't only not true, but invented? Well, I would not trust them any, anymore. Their credibility would be gone. But of course, the Democrats, well, they worship the Democratic Party and CNN like gods. They will never turn their backs on them. But the, you remember how the Democrats in the media, they railed against Trump supporters who believed the 2020 election was stolen, but then they, they praised the protesters back in 2017 who were railing against Trump and they called him illegitimate. And it's so crazy because Hillary Clinton, even, even more than two years, in 2019, I think it was September of 2019, she did an interview. Trump's still president. He's in office. And she said Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. But the Democratic Party and the media never accused Hillary Clinton of threatening our democracy. No, no. Only Trump is threatening our democracy when he claims that there was funny business in the 2020 election, which was far more substantiated, of course, by the way. But I just want to finish off with this 2020, 2021 January 6th insurrection lie. I mean, one, Trump condemned what happened on January 6th. So did the Republicans. No Republican said, oh, goody, these people are storming the Capitol. No one said it. We all condemned it. But Clinton never condemned the violent protests back in 2017. And she's got her supporters who are out there burning cars and hurling rocks at police officers who are using the exact same phrases that she said against Trump. And we know, as a matter of fact, to put this in perspective again, about 2021, January 6th was not an insurrection. I mean, only one person died on January 6th of unnatural causes. That's Ashley Babbitt. She was unarmed, a female veteran, an American citizen, and she was shot dead by a Capitol Police officer. And the Democratic Party is so desperate to find some example that doesn't exist of white supremacy being a threat to this nation. They're using January 6th as some kind of example of white supremacy, which of course, doesn't make sense. It's totally made up. But, you know, if there was this burgeoning proliferation of white supremacy in America, the fact that a white female who was unarmed and served our country was shot dead by a Capitol Police officer, 
You would think that would have caused some riots in this country by white supremacists who want to protest her murder. But there have been no violent protests throughout the country by white supremacists or Trump supporters because of what happened to Ashley Babbitt. But if Ashley Babbitt had been an unarmed black man, of course, whose name was, I don't know, George Floyd or something, well, we know that 14 days of violent protests would have ensued. We know this because, well, that's what happened after George Floyd's death. And if, I mean, all of these things aren't exactly the same, but you can compare what happened to George Floyd with Ashley Babbitt. Both were unarmed and both were killed by police officers. But after George Floyd's death, You had 19 people die and 14 days of riots after his death. No riots or deaths as a result of Babbitt's equally tragic death. So that's BS, baloney, pure and simple. But how about one more date? I don't want to stop here. I want to go back to June 14th, 2017. This is the date that a gunman opened fire on House Republicans who are practicing baseball for the annual baseball game for charity. Remember? Remember a Bernie Sanders supporter? Well, he walked up to uh, Ron DeSantis and somebody else, who was a a congressman back then, and said, uh, hey, are these all Republicans practicing out here? They said, yeah. And he goes back to his car, he gets a gun, and he opens fire on the House Republicans who are practicing baseball. And four of them were shot. Steve Scalise, of course, the Republican out of Louisiana, he was the one who was most famous because he nearly died. And the shooter, of course, was a Bernie Sanders supporter. And he even wrote on Facebook that Trump has destroyed our democracy and it's time to destroy Trump and company. Now, where would that lingo come from? Where would that vitriol and hatred come from? Well, Trump has destroyed our democracy. Those are the same comments made by the Democratic Party since Trump came into office with Russia collusion and everything else. Do you see the point here, folks? The point is that Republicans and white supremacy... And Trump supporters are not a problem in this country. The problem is exclusively on the left. They're the ones who incite mobs and incite violence. They're the ones who offer no condemnation for Democrats who are wreaking havoc and causing violence in this this country. And look, I know they condemned what happened in terms of the Scalise shooting, but that's not my point. It doesn't matter if they condemn it. The fact that it happened at all, and this guy is repeating their angry, hateful rhetoric, that's the problem. There's your root cause if we're looking for root causes. And Joe Biden, of course, is making the outrageous claim that January 6th marks the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. It's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Um... The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. I mean, it is happening right now, but it's from the Democratic Party. It's their attack uh, to create unfair elections. It's pushing this S-1 bill. It's trying to get rid of the filibuster. And it is creating this dangerous atmosphere in which they're weaponizing the FBI and other bureaucracies against their political opposition. So this is absolutely bogus and... The Democratic Party is to blame above all else for the problems in this nation.